This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Backwards episode <laughs> where we start with the ending theme. <laughs> uh, can we try one more time to play the opening theme song? But, I, but that's one of my favorite things that's ever happened. <laughs> we'll talk about it more in a second, but if you guys can uh, play the opening theme, then we'll, we'll proceed normally from there. <laughs> Also, I thought it was cute how they put the chairs like in a semicircle, like we're gonna pray or something. 
because people write to me, people watch Getting Dug With High, and they're like, why don't you put the chairs in a semicircle so you guys are all looking at each other and stuff? And it's like, well, because we're trying to do it for an audience that's sitting right in front of us, and then people watching at home. We, you don't want to watch us looking at each other. You know, we got to face the music and look at the crowd. So you guys want to let me know what's up with that theme song? I think now they're not playing it because they don't want to interrupt my great story. Go. Baby rappers, baby, baby, Just at the end there. For the last syllable of movies. It was really they had a nice sound in the house. Uh, you know, you throw a show at 4.20-ish in the afternoon. Things like that happen. What am I going to do? I usually do my part right. I like to think that I do. I make mistakes. You'll hear from the corrections department today. <laughs> hey everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies. Alright, that was kind of singing. <laughs> Coming to you once again from Comedy on State Comedy Club above a bank in uh, or we're under a bank <laughs> in, in downtown Madison, Wisconsin. They always give me a lot of waters here, like they think I'm Robin Williams or something. I do not break a sweat doing what I'm doing. I'll just enjoy my cocktail. Uh, here we go, guys. It's Sunday, August 3rd, 2014, Wolf of Wall Street, Fight Terminator 2, Judgment Day of the Dead Men Walking Tall, the President's Men in Black Fisher King Ralph with Dog Day <laughs> Afternoon Delight Sleep Perfect Murder by Death Wish 3 A Me Ghost <laughs> That's not it That's not the end of it I just slowed down because I always that's a hard one for me to remember Ghost Worlds End of Watchmen Don't Leaving Las Vegas Food Law Jingle All the Wayne's World <laughs> at 420. Uh, let me see your name tags, you guys. Nick of Doug, I've seen before, right? You, what do you mean you don't know? You've been here before. Is it your first time you just made it? Oh, okay. All right. I, I, I just look familiar. <laughs> Settle down, you guys. Your, the, your font is too small for me. It's the big signs that I like. Or the strange monkey puppet in the front. 
It's a monkey puppet just with your name on a little sign around its neck. Yeah. What's it say? Olivia. Olivia? Okay, good one. And what's this dog thing right here? Trusted since 1908. It's a picture of a dog? And, and what's, your, what's your name? Paul. Paul? You wrote Paul on the, on the bone above the dog. Has that dog been in a movie? I'm going to have to ask you to step to the back. What's that one that's uh, lit up over there? I, I'm lit up myself, but what's... Huh? Strange Brew? Strange Brew? Oh, that's cool. Bob and Doug McKenzie? Uh, okay, that might get picked because it's, uh, it's, it's easy to spot over there. Another person's just holding up a candle. <laughs> These candles in this low ceiling and being in the dark like this, it looks like I'm on the first part of the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. With all the fireflies and shit. Uh, I got announcements and corrections and stuff, but thank you for bringing those name tags. Excellent work. Uh, Chicagoland, tomorrow night. Yeah. So tonight, probably, if you're hearing this tomorrow, which will be Monday, uh, I'll be at Zany's in uh, Rosemont, O'Hara adjacent. I had a great time at the uh, Traverse City uh, Film Festival in Traverse City, Michigan, uh, this last uh, weekend. On Friday night, we did a Benson movie interruption of Roadhouse, and uh, Michael Moore and Larry Charles, you know who Larry Charles is, the guy who directed Borat, and uh, Jeff Tate, uh, regular on the show, the, uh, the four of us interrupted Roadhouse, and it was so much, it was ridiculous, so much fun. We should just take that on, on tour, that, uh, the four of us interrupting that movie. Um, but there's an auction that the Travis City Film Festival is having to, uh, to make a cool uh, walk of fame sidewalk in front of the theater downtown where a lot of the movies are shown. Uh, if you go to tcff.org slash auction, you can be on Doug Lowe's movies. Uh, it ends August 6th, and right now it's up to $1,250. And, like, if you live here in Madison and you won, then the next time I came to Madison, you'd, you'd be up here as a guest. And, uh, you know, so if, if you live in a city that I could come to and, and bring cool guests, then uh, we'll do it there. But otherwise, you'd have to come to L.A. and, you know flight and hotel that's 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 on you that's like at the end of the snooze ad when I had to say uh, causes mouth cancer I like went into a Ron Funch's giggle after saying that um, yeah, so it ends August 6th, so uh, uh, jump on that if, you, if you're, it's your lifelong goal to be a guest on Douglas Movies and you don't want to have to take the time and trouble to become sort of famous. <laughs> <laughs> sort of famous is how I describe my typical guest. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about uh, Owner Tuchel, you guys, for a second. Uh, if you haven't listened to the uh, Traverse City episode yet, I highly recommend it. If listening to me be irritated, it brings you joy. He's like Pete Holmes and T.J. Miller without any of the comedy. <laughs> but in owner's defense, he's a good dude and we became friends. I, didn't, I only met him in the green room before the taping. Like at film festivals, sometimes I just have to take a chance on, well, let's see if this guy's interesting. And I took a chance on that kid, Jesse, and he turned out to be uh, fantastic. Yeah. So he'll be back for sure. Jeff Tate will be back. And I don't know about owner. You guys got to let me know on Twitter if I should give him another chance. Mark Wahlberg will be back for sure because I, 
you know, he can get through any lock. <laughs> He's got skills. Uh, but yeah, so I had a good time with owner for the rest of the festival, and he feels bad about it. It was a combination of nerves and alcohol. The next morning, I was on a panel with him where he was polite and funny when it was his turn to speak, and uh, yeah, it, it was amazing. You guys, you, you do not believe me. It was such an amazing transformation. Uh, from the corrections department, uh, the James Franco movie where a dude takes a shit in the woods is called Child of God, Not Son of God. <laughs> <laughs> I assume there is little to no shitting in Son of God. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, I'm coming next week to the uh, improv stand-up on Saturday, Douglas Movies Sunday, both at 420. The prize bag is a beautiful tote uh, from the T Traverse City Film Festival. It's their 10th anniversary, their 10th one. So it says 10 on the side. When people come up to you and go, why is your bag say 10 on it? You could just say, because I'm perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> whatever, whatever you said. Sure, it was a great contribution. Um, they give you a bag full, this bag full of stuff when you go to a festival. It's a very nice thing that they do, but it's, you know, it's always cracks me up that, you know, I, I'm doing okay financially, and then they give me a bunch of free shit, and uh, so I like to pay it forward. Like this framed picture of a building, I don't know what building it is. I have no idea what that is. I just know that I could make the light shine in your eyes. And that's always fun to do to people, especially when they're driving by on a highway. So there's that thing that they gave me that's nice, but you know, there's a sticker that says Traverse City on it. There's a beautiful, and I stuffed a hotel uh, towel inside of it, because that's my way of keeping it from breaking. Would that, would that work? Let's throw it down and see what happens. No, in my bag, and I wrapped a t-shirt around it, but you guys don't need to know the secrets. But it's a beautiful little glass. It says uh, 10 years of uh, just great movies, the Traverse City Fil Film Festival, which, by the way, I'm going to go to every year. And if you're thinking about going to a film festival, there's no more beautiful spot or festival that, that I've ever been to. It's really a, a delight. Uh, they gave me this lotion that I don't want. <laughs> so I'm a man, and I'm just going to age properly. And then... Uh, <laughs> some... This is, this is kind of cool. This is like some balsamic... balsamic. <laughs> Be sure to listen to my food show, Dining with Doug and Karen. Balsamic vinegar, uh, mango flavor from Frustini's. I'm glad that didn't break in my bag. <laughs> Shit smells like mangoes for several weeks. Might not be bad. A uh, copy of Gateway Doug 2, Forced Fun. Also when I was in... Thanks. When I was in Montreal, they gave me uh, Dennis Miller and Morgan Murphy's uh, CDs, so you guys can have, uh, have those. I got a sticker that says, I heart you, but the heart is big clump of weed. <laughs> I don't know where I got that from. Oh, there's two of them. Um, find a friend. Uh, there's a, a comic book called uh, Tales of the World Famous Drive-Thru Bud, featuring Humboldt Honey. She looks awesome. And then a book that uh, is, uh, I'll tell you a little bit more about in a second. A lot of fun stuff in the prize bag. A couple more items. Uh, these three people are here in Madison. 
That's what I look for in a guest. Uh, no, they... Uh, <laughs> No, I, I arrange for them to be in Madison and uh, put all the pieces together. And I'm very excited to say, who's coming to the uh, 8 o'clock stand-up show here tonight? A few of you. Thank you for, uh, for double-dipping on that. And if you're on the fence about it, I say go get a slice over at Ian's after this is over. And then come back and see these three people and myself all applying our stand-up comedy trade. Uh, please give a big warm welcome to Grant Lyon, Cameron Esposito, and DC Pearson. time guests uh, often apologize to her and her show uh, put your hands together Cameron Esposito you guys this is, this is kind of a big coup because I get to finally speak for myself and just say go fuck yourself Doug <laughs> you're so polite when I come off stage I know it's been, I bottled, it's been bottled up and you flew inside. on this way to yell at me. <laughs> uh, but it's not too bad, though, right? How far we go over? Oh, no, it, it also uh, is great because you made T-shirts with the name of my show on it. <laughs> I did. And, and you, you, you didn't get any money from it. Uh, yeah, no, it's you're weird. right. I mean, you stole the title, but that being said, great promotion through Doug Benson's website. If you ever want free Doug Benson promotion, just have a show right after him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll apologize and then uh, <laughs> give you a mention. Yeah. Uh, another first time... Oh, first, let me quickly say that Cameron brought something that I recognize. What, what's this that you have for the prize bag? Yeah, that's a notebook on it uh, that says uh, comedy. We got it at the Just for Laughs Festival. <laughs> I found out Doug also put his in the prize bag that was up there. I love it because it's the perfect thing to give a stand-up comic who doesn't want something that totally gives away their job on a plane, so you have to yeah. talk to fucking everybody. Oh, 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 yeah. uh, me? I'm a plumber. <laughs> I also love that it's blank. Like, that What you reading? Nothing. <laughs> That'd be a fun burn to play on somebody. If you're sitting next to somebody, it's Chatty Cathy, just whip out a book, and that's this book. So only the owner of this can do that gag. Especially if you're laughing really hard. Just, <laughs> you're just losing it. <laughs> oh! That, that big sigh that people have after a really, really hearty laugh. Oh! Woo! Oh, yeah. What are you, what are you reading? Nothing. <laughs> I like that everybody laughed the second time. I didn't change it at all. It's like when it's funny in the trailer and you still laugh when you see it in the movie. Speaking of movies, there's a gentleman on this panel who, uh, as I understand it, not only enjoys movies, but has listened to this podcast maybe more than a couple of times. Indeed I which have. Which is hard, you know, rare to say about a panelist. I'm a fan of the like podcast Like you and John well. Favreau are the only ones. And Edgar Wright. You're the only ones that... <laughs> 
that listen and then come on. Uh, another first-time guest, you guys. Give it up for Grant Lyon, everybody. Stand-up comedian. Do you ever do people ever try to French up your uh, lion and, and go Lyon? They do indeed. Oh. It happens times. Uh, the one that the people always do the most is add an S to it, though. Lions. Oh, and, yep. And I always just my my dad line is just like, nope. There's only one of me. Learn that from my dad. Get to throw that out there. I'd sometimes. if I were you, I'd say, what do I look like to you, Scar and Simba? <laughs> <laughs> Where's my book? <laughs> Just hold that up like a applause sign. Whatever joke just doesn't go over. Yeah, see? It's perfect. No, I'm going to put that away. That's dangerous. That's dangerous for a comedian to have. Um, and what did you contribute to the bag, Mr. Lyons? Uh, I contribute. Uh oh. I contributed uh, some organic jelly I got at the farmer's market here in Madison. Yeah. It'd be funny if when I held it up to the light, you could see a bug in there, because it kind of looks like Jurassic Park. Uh... Have you been to that farmer's market, Doug? Jurassic Park Jam. No, yeah. I haven't. We were, we were here over the weekend, and people are so into it. Like, when we touch down, people are like, oh, you got to go to the market. you got to get to that market. Like, every stranger on the street is like, oh, you're visiting? Market. Get to the market. Definitely and Saturday then market. we went there, and you know what it is? It's a, a, farmer's, a market. farmer's market. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty standard. <laughs> I feel like you guys haven't been other places. A lot. Did you guys... But why did you never ask the follow-up when they say you gotta go and say, well, wh why? What's so special about it? Well, people were just like, it's fucking huge! There's fresh produce! <laughs> it's kind of a normal size. Yeah. <laughs> There's tons of corn. Lots of popcorn. Lots of popcorn stands. Yeah. So many popcorn stands. Yeah, when I come to a town and everybody's like, you gotta do this, you gotta do this, like they keep saying that, that's the last thing I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna, just to spite them, I'm gonna sit in my hotel room and watch Snowpiercer again. You just go to Target, buy all your produce there. That's the biggest fuck you could ever do to a farmer's market. <laughs> I hate to break this to you, Cameron, because I, I look like a pretty healthy individual, but, but I, I, I never buy produce. <laughs> Um, and flying in, especially, uh, these guys uh, were performing here this weekend, but this gentleman I coaxed into flying in just for this specifically. Uh, please give a big warm welcome to D.C. Pearson, everybody. Guys. Hello. I will try to be half as funny as a notebook that says comedy on it <laughs> that the people of Madison literally cannot get enough of. Maybe they haven't left <laughs> this city. So what's this crap that you brought for the bag? Oh, uh, why, Doug, that's my young adult novel, Crap Kingdom, that has recently come out in paperback and is available wherever fine books are sold. What? what I, I, messed up by having, I messed up by having words on the pages, so you can't do, like, a fun goof on anyone. But I'll know for next time. <laughs> No, this is still pretty good if you're like laughing too hard and they say, what are you reading? And you go, and you show it to them. Or what if the blank comedy book is in the Crap Kingdom book? 
like porn like you're hiding in high school? Yeah. What? Nothing. People don't do that anymore, right? <laughs> no one does that anymore, right? No one's hiding. There's... N- there's no nudie mags anymore, right? People aren't hiding. They like still a... sell porn at the airport. That's true. That's true. They porn, you mean in, mags. in the form of like a 9.95 like two-hour Wi-Fi subscription or? or yeah. what? <laughs> yes. That's right. Is porn blocked on the pr- on the plane? I've never. I don't think I've ever tried it. <laughs> Someone here knows for certain. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> There was a weak clap. If Rick Scott were here, he'd know. I mean, people have to still be editing their porn because people are still ashamed that they watch porn, which is silly. We should just move on from that. I to say Scott Walker. (laughs) There he goes. You you said Rick Scott? Yeah. Who's that? I think he's another politician. I I think he's in Florida or something. I'm a straight shooter. I have two first names. Rick Scott. I like that guy. Um, looking at the wrong side of the paper. DC is the star, I should mention, of the, one of the biggest movies of the summer, Captain America. Star. The, the Winter Soldier. Star. <laughs> that's my movie that when I'm on a plane, instead of watching you know, another movie that's probably you know, new to me, I just get, take comfort in just watching that thing over and over again. And, um, and so I've seen your scene a, a few times, and it's, and it's good. Thanks, man. <laughs> Happy with how it turned Good out. job you did there. Yeah, DC steals that scene. He yeah. absolutely does. Who, who has seen that? Have, have you seen DC in that oh, scene? Oh, you mean he's funnier than Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans? <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is he's no funnier than a computer. No offense to either of those computer. past yeah. or hopefully future guests. Uh, Chris Evans has been on the show a couple times, and um, he kind of came off a little owner turkily. <laughs> That's going to be an expression for when somebody does that. Oh, shit, he owner tickle. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you, have you, uh, has, do you have any funny stories uh, as a result of being in that scene in the movie? Like, did you go see it and tap the person in front of you on the shoulder after it's over and said, what'd you think? <laughs> Good movie, right? <laughs> Super creepy. I'm wearing my costume from the movie. You just after the scene, you just go, There I was! and then leave. Peace! Roll the credits! Yes. And then I just jetpack out of the theater. It's downhill from here, y'all. You can stay for this downhill bullshit. I'm out. Winter Soldier, I'm the Summer Soldier. I take my shirt off, put on sunglasses, and uh, die. I just die right there in the seat. That's what you do when you can't think of an end to your uh, riff. You just die. Fictionally. Makes sense. Yep. Um, Grant, have you been with your busy uh, stand-up comedy schedule? I guess you probably see a matinee or two. I do see occasionally. Actually, I haven't, uh, I haven't gone to see a movie in a little bit. The last movie I saw in the theaters was Edge of Tomorrow, which I loved. I love that movie a lot. So good. So good. Mm-hmm. And I also, I, I love how, like, I feel like this wasn't a, a thing when we were kids. Action movies weren't funny. 
Nowadays, like action movies are funny all the time. I feel like like Captain America. Some funny action movies. Die Hard. I feel like yeah, is funny. I guess Jaws Raiders is pretty funny. funny. Star Wars is funny. Sarah I wasn't allowed Connor's to watch haircut, any of those. The original Terminator is funny. Um, Terminator Two. Pretty, pretty solid is theory there, Grant. Now we just. <laughs> Now we just list all of the things that were... No, I yeah, have exactly. ample proof that you are uh, incorrect. But this is my And Grant Lyon is lying about how funny action movies were. Vote for Rick Scott. <laughs> Rick, Rick, I, feel Rick like Scott reason, I feel like the reason... I feel like the reason... Let's play Douchebag Build a Title. <laughs> oh, Rick Scott, Rick Scott Walker, Walker, Texas, Texas Ranger... <laughs> have to pull out the book, listeners. I feel like the reason that movie works so well is because Tom Cruise is supposed to be a dick in it. And, and we all know that he's a dick now. Like, that's been revealed. So when he plays like a cool guy, we're like, I don't think so. Not buying it. And Emily Blunt is like my new Sigourney Weaver. She, yeah, she's amazing. She's, she's making it awesome. happen for yeah. me in a serious way. <laughs> oh, you hold that, girl. Hold it. Oh, you hold that. <laughs> I'm talking about her yoga pose. And also my breasts. <laughs> I want her to hold I, my breasts. I haven't seen it. She does yoga in the film? No, at my house. I'm talking about... Oh, when gotcha. When we have sex, No, like married. the first time he sees her, she's on the ground holding herself up just by her pinkies or whatever. Yeah. Gotcha, okay. Yeah. I thought, gets, I was like, I haven't seen the movie and I was looking forward to it. And then you said that she does yoga in it. And I was like, I'm good for video. That's... No, it's yeah. like the toughest yoga. Trust me. Oh, really? Okay. Cool. I know that seems like it doesn't yoga? make any sense, but... Uh, no, she's super cool, but it, yeah, it's definitely pinkies. Okay. It's definitely it's like pinky balancing. It's like yoga. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So expensive. <laughs> yes, it's ex- expensive to get into. Yeah, it's French. <laughs> and French. Uh, but yeah, that movie, uh, it still didn't get its due because I think it had the, the kind of a Tom Cruise anchor around its neck. I think people, especially since it kind of looked like a, it could be, it could have been called Oblivion 2, sort of a very similar setting. And uh, also, you know, just kind of... Also, just marketing-wise, might look too much like Elysium, which was disappointing to people. Totally. And it also, uh, you know... Looks like Groundhog Day. I, yeah, I had, I had Which, actually. Like, just kind of makes me want to watch Groundhog Day again. Yeah, I had no desire to see it actually, like from the previews or anything. But so many of my friends were like, "I'm telling you, go to watch it." Yeah, like, it's just really well it done up. for for the most part. Now that it's been out for a while, I'll finally say this. Maybe I've already said it, but I think when it gets just kind of uh, more of a clearly stated weird mission they have to do at the end, like blow up the Death Star or whatever it is. Uh, once it gets to that point, it's just kind of routine action for the rest of the movie, and nothing. Yeah, because nothing the, amazing happens. No, there's no restarting the day like Groundhog Day. Yeah, once day that anymore. stops, yeah. like, like, well, we're saying too much, I guess. Some people, <laughs> no, some but, people wait forever to see things now, but absolutely. I mean, I think I think I'm waiting for the supercut of just Emily Blunt with an airplane propeller, or a helicopter, or whatever. Like I watch that until the day I die. Just Make that for me, please. Emily Blunt yoga montage. Yeah. Or do you guys not see this movie, or do you not care about Are Emily Blunt? Are you Nazis? Did she just call or you Nazis? Or do you not know that I'm a lesbian? What if this is not working? Did you not see this movie? Did you Did not you see- murder this movie in cold blood? That airplane porn guy is, like, uncomfortable again. He's like, they have my number on a number of levels. I'm a guy that watches porn on an airplane, and I'm a Nazi hiding in Wisconsin. <laughs> podcasts. It's the one time I come out of hiding. Was, was there, there's a live podcast. 
my name tag is for, for apt pupil. Yeah. It says, let's just hear Ian McKellen out, you know? Like, I really want somebody to stand up right now and in a German accent go, what the hell I was? And then they leave. That's a DC Pearson callback. It's going to be very funny on the podcast. People at home are going to like it? Yeah, people at home are going to love it. Dear Comedy on State, may I have another uh, Tito's vodka and soda? And that's not three things. There's a vodka named Tito. Can I have men? <laughs> and I don't want one specific guy's vodka. I want vodka that's called Tito's vodka. Um, what about you, Cameron? Have you been to the movies lately? The last thing I saw was Snowpiercer, which you brought up earlier. That was pretty cool, Good right? Movie. I thought it was aw- well. It really pretty, pretty unique. I feel like it could have cut off for me a lot. So, like, the, I didn't care about the ending at all, but Jesus, Tilda Swinton. Jesus, Tilda Swinton. Yeah, she I, really... Um, she's quite the actress, mm, she's I've decided. A... <laughs> like, she really uh, will do, you know, seems like fearless and, uh, and not afraid to be... Like, she's kind of a female Nicolas Cage, I think. I... <laughs> she's triangulated it's like her David Bowie Nicolas Cage form a perfect triangle of power and none of us can defeat that if they ever join forces it's weird that David Bowie never gave like a really hammy performance like whenever he was in something he played pretty low-key characters all the time I feel like you don't remember the, the Goblin King yeah <laughs> <laughs> what in Labyrinth he's pretty I feel like you don't remember he, his in Labyrinth. Did he yell at people in that? Or was he you, more like a suave, like Jeremy Irons kind of a bad guy? He danced the magic dance. He danced the magic dance? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The mayor, Take off your the pants. The mayor of Madison just said. <laughs> he danced the magic dance, Doug. You can find your own way to the city limits. <laughs> And that is 90% cod piece, honestly. <laughs> but I couldn't look I away. I guess I gotta revisit that one. But give me another example. Like, like the, the man who came to Earth, he's catatonic, and uh, the hunger, and uh, when he played Tesla, he didn't yell at anyone. <laughs> In the prestige. Um, all right, so moving on. Uh, Snowpiercer, check it out. See if, you, see if you like the whole thing or not. Uh, but certainly worth seeing. For and, sure. Uh, DC, what have you been up to? Uh, I did see Snowpiercer. I very much enjoyed it. And then also on iTunes, I rented uh, Under the Skin this week and really liked How that. How did that well. work out for you? I liked it a lot. Who'd you watch that with? My girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> that, that guy, guy's that so guy, bummed. That guy kind of knows which way I was going with that. Like you're about to hit play and your buddy runs into the room and throws himself in front of the. <laughs> what we're, what we're missing here is that he control. said it in like an old fashioned Robin Williams way. He went, no, 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 oh, no, oh, oh, oh. listen, pilgrim. <laughs> Ooh, Mindy. I think uh, I read that situation in an opposite way because for me, that was just him being brokenhearted over the fact that you mentioned a girlfriend. Oh. But sir, what, why did you say that, genuinely? It's 
fucking creepy as shit. Oh, the movie's creepy as shit? Says the guy, no joke, wearing a glow-in-the-dark <laughs> Lucha Libre mask. <laughs> don't... Don't watch an art movie with your girlfriend. It's too creepy, says glow-in-the-dark Lucha Libre basement <laughs> comedy club man. spoken through vinyl. <laughs> the guy that looks like a, a picture they, the art department of True Detective would have rejected. Ah, oh, too scary. We can't have that on our nice family show. I uh, really liked it. Liked Under the Skin. Yeah, I guess I gotta see it. It's just like, I'm kind of with that guy. <laughs> just sort of like, uh, sounds like uh, Scarlett Johansson really puts it out there. She, d- yeah, she does, uh, she, she does, she's... Nobody you know, saw Lucy? I haven't seen it yet. It's, inter- it's interesting that those are both out like at right. the same time and they both seem like she's sort of like otherworldly. For sure. It's just kind of like, everything finally caught up to the idea that Scarlett Johansson is just uh, above all humans. <laughs> she's just, she's perfection. Right? Yeah. Right? It, well, under the skin. And, and she's a good actress, which is yeah, really sure. weird. No, sure. but I also think it's funny that, like, when a woman gets that hot, we're just like, she's either going to eat us or we're going to put something in her. We don't know what else to do. <laughs> like, we can't function or process how attractive she is. We're just like, we got to make her a murderer. Oh, we gotta put some shit in her belly. Yeah, she she looks pretty good. She's probably gonna lead us into a dark building in Ireland and subsume us in some kind of black goo. <laughs> That's the sheriff putting an APB out on her, I guess. Like some southern sheriff. We have a Scarlett Johansson type individual. She's probably a alien being that's in cahoots with some kind of motorcycle xenomorph. <laughs> They're going to ride around Ireland or Scotland or wherever. A lot of long, long shots makes you think about alienation. And that is the plot of the movie Prometheus, actually. <laughs> uh, it's a funny coincidence that this, this conversation is even happening, because I, I had previously written down uh, that I wanted to do a round of love-like, hate, hate-like, and, uh, and the subject being Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. It's really, we open up this, uh, this can of worms. Let's get into it. So we're going to take turns. you got to say a movie of hers that you love, and then a movie of you, and then we'll go around next round. Movie that you uh, like, you know, just like it. It's okay. A uh, movie of hers that you hate, and then a movie of yours that you hate yourself for liking. <laughs> and that's why it's called <laughs> Love Like, Hate, Hate Like. <laughs> and... Um, you can pass once. Because some people don't want to hate. Or some people just don't want to like. <laughs> but everybody needs to love. Uh, let's, so let's start with love and Grant. What, what's a Scarlett Johansson movie that you love? I love The Avengers. There you oh, go. Man. Who's, who's going to argue with you about man. that one? I am. That's going to be my hate. Yeah! Okay, now you're jumping ahead. <laughs> And I can't wait to find out why that's your hate. Uh, I, I didn't give it my love because it's not, I don't think it's a Scarlett Johansson movie so much, you know? I mean, she's definitely in there. I don't know. She's got a pretty sweet introduction. She, like, 
jumps up out of a chair and kicks She's a bunch got a of lot guys. of business, but I, when are they just, you know, I guess now with Lucy and Under Her Skin are probably both doing well, so they'll probably give her her character her own movie, but she should just have her own movie. Yeah, they better. She's cool. All right. <laughs> Doug so, and I so decided what's your... they're going to make another Marvel movie, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't you okay. fret. <laughs> Nobody saw Guardians of the Galaxy? I saw it. Can't wait. Haven't seen it. It's, it's another movie that when I tweeted this the other day, when, it, when it's on airplanes, I'm just going to watch it over and over again. I, I, I just like so tickled that it exists and that it's so like there's some belly laughs in there that are like that like really, um, you know, quir- quirky moments, quirky humor. It's not it's not all on the nose. You know, I loved it. And did you guys stick around for the scene after the credits? Oh, yeah. What? I'm not saying what, why did you stay, but like, that's, you know how they introduced Jason Statham at the end of the last Fast and Furious? Hang on a second. You don't know oh, Jason oh, it's, Statham. It's me, it's me, mate. I'm the new Guardian, mate. Oh. They, they, I'm not going to give anything away. It's, relax. Maybe I will. My favorite thing is I missed the middle, like, three or four Fast and the Furious movies. And then when I saw Fast Five and, like, Fast Six, you would stick around afterward. And they would be like, this guy's back. And it would be some character I'd never heard of before. And the entire theater would go, whoa! Yeah, and I could yeah. just be so smug in my indifference. It was great. I loved it. That's movie memories with DC Pearson. It's my podcast, Inside Ducks podcast, where I tell stories that don't go anywhere, and I interrupt the flow of the show. Back to you, Cameron. They introduce... Wait, that's not... It's my turn. They introduce... uh, They introduce Jason Statham in the last one that he's going to be in the next one, and when we mentioned that on the podcast, people flipped out, so I'm not going to make that mistake again. But my point is that I I don't think it's giving away too much to say that there is a a sort of introduction (laughs) in the last scene of Guardians of the Galaxy, and it has me concerned. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say about it. And uh, we'll talk more, you know, we're going to be talking about this movie for a while because there's, there's a lot to talk about. It and I hope to get Chris Pratt was on uh, Douglas Movies once. and I, I want to get him back. But, uh, you know, I don't, he doesn't answer my calls because I don't have a, the specific number. <laughs> so it's really hard. It's really hard to get him on the phone because I'm just dialing numbers and, I mean, I got to narrow down to I think I know what area Cody's in. You're just outside in Hollywood. Pratt! <laughs> Pratt, yeah. Pratt, Pratt. That's his Twitter name. Pratt, Pratt, Pratt. That's really messed up, Chris. If you're listening, pick up the phone. <laughs> Which Scarlett Johansson movie do you love, Cameron? Oh, uh, Lost in Translation. Yay, that's mine, yeah. too. And you know, when I first saw it, I didn't like it because I saw it, I think I was too young. And then I, I like re-saw it last year or something like that. And I was just like, oh, I was, I am the idiot. So my point is we can grow and change. <laughs> and that, not only is Scarlett Johansson amazing in that, and God, she gives a great performance because she's so young, but also that's like the last great Bill Murray. Like before he's just coming to your wedding, Bill Murray. <laughs> Like, we've lost him. He's gone. We've lost him. He, he's going to food trucks. It's over. He's actually, he's actually tending bar here as a, as a goof. Yeah, he was at the farmer's market. <laughs> he's got a new one coming out. The title's impossible for me to remember because it doesn't seem to connect to anything. What's it called? St. Vincent. St. Vincent. 
it connects to something. There's a per- performer, lady band called St. Vincent, so it's very confusing. But St. Vincent looks like kind of a Rushmore-ish kind of thing with uh, Bill Murray and a kid, so maybe the, the magic will be recaptured, which would be hard to do, though, because Rushmore is an amazing movie. Um, woo! Um, but yeah, I agree with you about Lost in Translation, but I loved it the very first time I saw it, even though it's you know super slowly paced, which is just, it, it turns out that's a Sofia Coppola thing, except for the bling ring. Which is very fast-paced because the entire time you feel like you're in the elevator at a W hotel. I love that reference the music so much. Is always, the music's always thumping, is my point, you guys. And uh, stay at a Hampton. Um, which which, which, which uh, Scarlet movie do you love, DC? Oh, man, Doug. Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Of I course. feel like she gives a really... What, it was, what was I thinking? Just He's to be say. able to to be in a scene with with uh, I I know him as DC Pearson um, and to be able to hold your own I thought was really really amazing and to resist the overwhelming urge to not even do anything sexual with him but just like get coffee and tell him what he's always known which is that the two of you would just be great friends uh, is really great and to just make it about the work and she who did. was nicer uh, Captain America or the Russian lady uh, they were both super nice equally yeah. Wow. I know. Because I, I don't know her, but I know him, and he's really nice. Yeah, they were both nice. It was that thing that you would always want to happen where you'd be like, I bet if I met Scarlett Johansson, she'd be, like, super cool, and we would, like, laugh around and stuff. And we did. <laughs> was everything you dreamed of? <laughs> that was Not the everything. limit. I have very realistic expectations. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, certainly not all your dreams. You've That's why you watch Under the Skin with your girlfriend the whole time. You're like, I made her laugh. <laughs> she and I are buds. Um, lots of translation was mine, of course. So now let's go back to you, uh, Grant, for um, a Scar Joe movie that you like. Uh, I liked Don John. I... Uh... I thought, I, 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 that's reasonable. That's a good yeah. slot for that, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's not, it's not it was, perfect. It felt yeah. like a long short to me. No. Yes. No. <laughs> this guy, Same guy. This guy watches all of these things the alone <laughs> and doesn't even want them discussed publicly. <laughs> that's Lucha Libre Man's private shame. <laughs> you're going to give me a boner. <laughs> Stop talking about her. Or just at least talk about what you hate about her. And there's never any positive yelling out. It's just like this visceral, like, no! (laughs) But Don John is definitely worth seeing for Tony Danza alone. That guy kills it in that movie. When he first sees Scarlett Johansson, that that sums up Scarlett Johansson in one moment. Because he's just like, does not hold back on just making, he makes a a sound, if you could, if leering was a sound... (laughs) If you could make a leering noise, <laughs> a cat he's like, call with he's his like, eyes. Uh, <laughs> which one do you like, Cameron? Um, I only like uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Uh. So there was not enough DC Pearson in it. I just thought he was lacking DC. Pe- uh, no, I'm just kind of done with superhero movies. I'm really ready for the next. Oh, you gotta see Guard. You gotta see Guardians. I am. I'm really excited to see it. I'm really excited to see Guardians. But it's definitely different and also open to a really big universe that includes a character that I'm curious about. Yeah, no, I'm excited about that, and I'm (laughs) I'm excited about um, things that'll be a little bit 
different. I actually really did like the movie, but I, I left being just like, I don't remember anything You're about that besides more like DC. More, more grounded characters, more like, who are the other people in the world? <laughs> the guy that works at the Apple store that bugs them when they're trying to run away from the bad guys. What's his deal? Yeah, what kind of powers would, does would, he have? Would he like, yeah. What, does what, he what, have an iPhone that when he throws it at somebody it might come back to him? Yeah. In that they'll go, hey, that was fucked up, but I realize this is an expensive phone, so I'm giving it right. back to you. I mean, I just also felt it was weird that like Chris Evans was wearing such a tight shirt all the time and your beautiful body was so covered up. That was one of my least favorite parts of well, the movie. Well, all those guys at I the wanted... Genius Bar should be wearing tighter shirts. Don't you think? I wanted more DC Pearson bod. Take out that nudity clause is my point. Yeah, they, uh, they felt that the audience would be too aroused. That's what I was saying. And they felt it would hurt the after- no! movies aftermarket. Yeah. Right. No! Because, like, from behind, right, you right. are my type. Um... She likes long hair and a mannish butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she likes a butt that could be best described as like a Costco brand butt. She likes a Kirkland signature butt in some old navy pants. And I appreciate that. What do you what's the movie that you like from your uh, best friend Scarlett Johansson? Uh, I like Ghost World. Me too. I put it between love and like Ghost World. I, 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 I enjoy that movie uh, quite a bit. I, I think her and what's her name, Thora Birch, who kind of has disappeared. I think they made a good uh, good team. I went with The Man Who Wasn't There, the Coen Brothers oh. movie. Oh. Uh, black and white. She's not in it that much, but uh, she is in there. And uh, Billy Bob Thornton, who he just proved with Fargo, I think is like, if he wasn't such a nut bar, uh, he'd, he'd be like our finest actor. I mean, he is. I mean, he's a great actor. I thought it was great on that show. What do you hate uh, from Scarlett Johansson, Grant? I, uh, Ryan? I feel guilty saying it, but uh, I hated. Uh, he's just not that into you. I know. Why do you feel guilty about it? I, I feel guilty about it because it's a great stand-up comedian that wrote that book and stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah, Craig uh, Grant wrote that book, but he knows that the, the resulting movie was a giant pile. Yes, it really was. <laughs> it's not going to be a shock to him. Plus, he doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be awkward. And also, uh, the checks are probably clearing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I imagine Warner Brothers is still in ship shape. <laughs> We've added a third brother. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron, what do you do? You hate anything that Scarlett? Yeah, no, I, I hate. I hated the movie The Avengers. I did not like that movie. Oh right, that's right. You already told us that. Why, why did you hate it? And one person agrees with it's you. It's the fucking guy. No. Oh, it's do- Doctor No agrees Don't with you. Don't hit me on my side. A vortex of negativity I over. I was, I was, I was hoping it was Loki that was clapping. <laughs> Unfair. <laughs> Give me equal time. You know what? He was great. He was the best he part of that movie. And uh, I just, I thought for me that movie is where I hit my superhero movie limit because like nothing happened except it was like a dick measuring contest between powerful men where they were just, I was so sick of what a boring. Right. And the guy with the arrow had the smallest one for sure. Yeah. His, he had a bitsy one uh, that he carried in a quiver on his back. But um, I thought, I just thought like, I don't, I, the, so you want me to believe that the world is ending and these guys are just like, mm, I'm well, I'm, like just fucking do yeah, something. Yeah, that would never happen in the real world. 
the world would never be falling around us well, while you know what? powerful Maybe. men were like, hey, did you do that or not? And you did, didn't you? Maybe the fuck problem... You, man. No, fuck you. Maybe the problem is like my deep and utter distaste for men. <laughs> that might do it. That might do it. Because also, like, I loved that when they... And I loved how much better job they did with uh, Scarlett Johansson's character in your movie because in that movie, they in my even... my movie that I... <laughs> Conceived. In the movie you wrote. Um, <laughs> because in the Avengers, like, all these aliens are coming down and they just give her two tiny pistols that look like they have one shot in them each. Yeah. And she's just like, okay, I'll do the splits for a while. You guys get to work. <laughs> Pretty amazing, I just realized, that Marvel hired a guy named DC. Has that one happened yet, that joke? Yeah, a couple people online. Okay. Uh, Stan Lee. <laughs> Stan, Stan Lee was like, hey, true believer, go fuck yourself. And then he, like, mopped away because he was pretending to be a janitor or some shit. So, DC, if you have a movie that you hate, I know you're uh, best friends with her, so you don't want to be too cruel. I, you could whisper it. I, 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 I honestly, honest to God, cannot think of a movie that she's in. If I, if I looked at her entire filmography, I probably could. I can't. I will, t- I will pass and take this space to say that I would like them to make a, a Hawkeye movie based on Matt Fraction's uh, Hawkeye comic books. Our tremendous, funny, cool, noir, awesome uh, comic books that everyone should uh, read. Just, guys, we got to support Marvel. They're dying, you know? They're not making any money. Uh, but yeah, I, I cannot think of one. But, uh, you know. Well, I'll, it's my turn. You got it. No. Pass. Oh, pass. I looked at the fucking list, and I went, there's not a movie on here that I hate of everything she's been in. But, you know, there's some that are kind of boring, and I haven't seen Under, under the Skin yet. But uh, I couldn't find one that I hated, so I pass. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Is there one that you hate yourself for liking, Grant? Uh, yes. Uh, The Island? Because (laughs) it's like the Sir, 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 we have a match. Yes. (laughs) It's like the most It's my favorite Michael Bay movie. But it's like, it's it's this awesome premise that he's just like, let's not explore this premise at all. Let's just blow shit up. Like, that's, it'll be great. That's there's not still enough, Bay. There's still enough cool stuff in it, including, like, for men and women alike, I imagine, uh, the, the, those tight white outfits that they're wearing are uh, awesome. And then, uh, and, and then also, though, just, just for the sheer acting bravado of it, when, uh, you know, again, spoiler for this movie that's 10 years old or whatever, <laughs> 15 years old, but uh, Ewan McGregor, when, he, when his robot him meets real him and they, and they, both, and they have the different accents and mm-hmm. he's playing, acting with himself, he is quite good. Yes. He's and, really and good. he also has glasses to differentiate the yes. two of them. <laughs> yeah, that, that helps, good, that helps us. You know? Yeah, yeah. There, yeah it could be, it's like when Face Off came out, I thought that Travolta did a good uh, Nicolas Cage, but then Nicolas Cage could just fu- did couldn't no fucking Nicolas do. Cage. He just did Nicolas Cage Travolta. again. Yeah. But, uh, but it's you know, I, 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 it's fun to see a fun acting challenge like that, and, and and for somebody like him to pull it off. He also did in Down by Law. He pretended to be a different guy. He was two guys. Never and, seen that. Oh, it's, it's I like. He it. pretends uh, to be Jude Law in that one, right? Yes. <laughs> um, what do you got, uh, Cameron? Uh, I uh, hate mo- yourself for liking it. Yeah, the movie Her. Um, I'm upset that I liked that movie uh, because I 
disagree with the gender politics that are happening in there. I don't like that there's a dude who wants to have a, a lady at his beck and call that lives in his little phone. But um, I also like was really excited to see it. What if they made a sequel called Him? <laughs> and it was about if Jesus had a friend in his phone. <laughs> but see, I think you can make that movie, but since they're already... I mean, women are already in the position that... that I, listen, but I'm also, not, I don't have time to explain gender politics to you motherfuckers. But also, but the wait. movie does prove that even computer women are bitches. <laughs> no, all she wants is just her own life and to take care of herself. For God's sake, go make your own schedule and your own sandwich. And Jesus. Then, <laughs> make your own sandwich, lady in the computer. <laughs> Put a, little extra, put a little extra mayo on it if you want. But uh, I also really love like technology movies. I really love sci-fi movies, and I was so excited to see it because of the. I was like, oh, this is gonna be so awesome. And then I loved the pants. <laughs> you just want to live in a world where all of them are high-waisted pants. That's a world for me. What a uh, what a, some dream pants. Uh, I should have said I should have said that one for for love because boy, that was a good movie. And I feel like even though it was very highly rated, it was not rated highly enough. Um, and I do think that I mean the gender it politics thing. I feel like a lot of I feel it. like to a certain degree. I feel like it's being critical of the things that you're describing that you're thinking it's well, saying thumbs up about. Also, Amy Adams then starts dating a male computer in that movie. Right? First of all, I like love the, that a dude's voice is just like, yep. Yeah. Why did you have to say that in the fucking Adam Driver inside Lewin Davis voice? <laughs> yep. Outer space. Whenever you're agreeing that with... That scene is so weird. Yep. Like that, that they're making a novelty song that they it's think is going to be a big hit. And then it, it is, I think. I, in the story, it's a big hit. I, I think at the end, it's Lewin like trending did, to Lewin being... Lewin didn't get part exactly, of that royalty. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but um, but I, now the yup guy totally undermined my point. So uh, <laughs> I see it. I understand what you're saying about Amy Adams. I'm just saying that there, we do live in a world where uh, some men want women that will just like work for them and take care of their shit. And I do think that if it's like flipped the other way, that's just a different story. It's like less what we're seeing. It's less of a, an actual She doesn't work problem. for him, though. She just hangs out with him. Hold on. Wait, what is... <laughs> What is Dr. No trying to say now? I think he said Hodor. He said Hodor. What does that mean? It's a a character from Game of Thrones that can only say his own name. No, I see why you know that that that's not that guy because he said things besides uh, Hodor. So his fucking verbal cosplay is bullshit because if he was really trying to verbally cosplay as Hodor, he would have only said Hodor. So, you know. Yeah. I feel like we should move You're on. Totally yeah. it. And if you dress up as Groot, you better only say I am Groot for the, for the entire evening. So maybe this Halloween, don't put on that tree costume. Uh, the movie, the Scarlett Johansson movie that I uh, ha- hate myself for liking is uh, Eight Legged Freaks. I saw it when it came out in the theater. I thought it was a pulpy, fun. She, good time. she wears like a sheriff outfit, right? She, I, I don't know. I think she's a teenage girl. In that. Does she wear what? a sheriff's outfit? Anybody know if she wears a sheriff's outfit? Anyone can answer except for one person. And also, we already know what his answer is. <laughs> it's narrowed down to two different words. I thought that movie was a who. Uh, well, all right. And I, I of course, uh, went with the island because I just, just recently, was, uh, it was on cable and I, I 
I was in. I just started watching and kept watching and uh, until it was done. And uh, <laughs> I didn't watch it until it was done. I watched it until I was done. <laughs> no! I couldn't even get the comedy sign out fast enough. The comedy sign is like, it's like keys in a purse. It went right to the bottom. Never to be seen again. This was a really fun uh, chat portion of the show, so I, I feel bad that we're a little behind, but uh, so that, that means right now I've got to say, let the games begin! Take control, Madison, of your name tags. Bring them out of the shadows. Oh, house lights are up. There's so many more than I could see earlier. I really need glasses. Um, you guys go ahead and uh, select who you'd like to play for. Just go pick the name tag that speaks to you. And uh, while you do that, we'll do this. We'll be right back. And we're back. Thank you guys for... Uh, for bringing so many amazing name tags. Um, really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, also appreciate that people don't seem to get mad when they don't get picked. They're just sort of like, yeah, I spent a couple minutes on this. <laughs> Speaking of which, Grant, who are you playing for? It looks like you put a lot of work into that. It's yeah, the I... I Frankenstein? Frankenstein. Frainerstein? What's your name? He changed it to Frainerstein because his last name is Frainer. Oh, Rainer? Your first oh. name is Rainer? My last name is Frainer. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <I>, Rainer Frainer. <laughs> Do hereby. Okay, so Grant's playing for. <laughs> for, for Rainer. For Prince Rainier. I just loved it earlier because when you ask people to hold up your signs at the beginning of the mm -hmm. show, they're sitting in all the in the complete back row, and they were holding up so hopefully, like maybe you could see maybe, all the way yeah. back there. Maybe and Doug I love the hope have, that was in their eyes. They'll suddenly have like yeah. an amazing vision. See back here, but you got you got picked. Good for you, yeah. uh, Cameron. Who are you playing for, Cameron? Um, I'm playing for Alex Ha, because I really love the movie Francis Ha. I love that movie, too. Ooh, good movie. So good. And also, he took the time to take a picture of himself, put it into there, then crumple it up and make it disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't read what it says on the back, because that's if you lose today, we'll oh. say that person's a shithead. And then, uh, and then uh, DC, who are you? Uh... Uh, this is by Mike, and he has superimposed you and himself into the poster for Mystery Team, which is a movie uh, me and a comedy group there, a comedy made. I was thrilled about it. They really tugged at your heartstrings with that one, yeah. huh? <laughs> How did you figure out DC was going to be here, the person whose name tag that is? The internet. What, the internet? Oh, goddamn internet. <laughs> Yeah, no, because of the stand-up show we're doing later tonight, they put his picture there because they wanted people to know he'd be in that show also. Stalker. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's good with the internet. So have you? Have, have you? Were you just playing? You were just like, I'm just I'm just playing the odds that he's super narcissistic. Yeah. <laughs> well, it paid off, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Always believe the worst of people. People. <laughs> 
People put my face on these things all the time, and I'm like, I'm not picking it. Why would anybody like, oh, look, it's Doug on there. I gotta have that one. All hail Doug. Uh, so we gotta do this quickly. We gotta play a uh, quick round of uh, how much did this shit make to determine who goes first in the uh, Leonard Malton game. And uh, so in this game, we'll start with... Uh, DC and then go to Grant and then Cameron and it's the idea is I don't know if you've I've ever played this one at UCB Cameron so you may not have heard of this before but the idea is that uh, you know uh, movies have a amount of money that they made in their total box office in the uh, North North America and uh, I go to I go to boxofficemojo.com and find out in millions how much this movie made and you guys all have to guess, and Price is Right style, you have to guess the closest in millions without going over. And since we interrupted it the other night in Traverse City, the movie is Roadhouse. And, uh, yeah. And uh, so yeah, you just have to guess. Like I said, we'll start with, uh, start with DC first. How much, how much do you think that movie made? Uh, I am going to guess that Roadhouse made i have literally no it could have done anything it could have made hundreds of millions of dollars or 4 dollars uh, i'm well, going to say that it, it all made... let me just say that it's it's a great movie oh i know i don't know if that's a good clue or not <laughs> um, i'm going to say that roadhouse made 18 million dollars in okay, the US. he's going with 18 million yeah what do you think, Grant? Uh, I wanted to go 42. Yeah! Yeah, oh. All right, uh, Cameron. We got uh, some fans of my guests. You, you know, this, I mean, this might blow it, but like, I just am actually using how much I think Patrick Swayze is worth. So um, oh. I'm going to say, like, I'm going to say $100 million. So, <laughs> so you're a big fan of uh, Swayze? What? That guy's the best dancer turned actor in the world. Yeah. He really, he committed to every role. He obviously had to work out a lot and he had to learn certain skills for each role. How cool would it be if at the end of The Expendables 3, the end of credit stinger, he like just pulls up in a Camaro and he's like, I'm back. And he's not even playing a character. They're just like, whoa. And, the- and he's dressed like in Tu uh, Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmark. <laughs> Because that would be even better. That would be amazing. <laughs> and uh, speaking of amazing, uh, DC takes this one because, right. because Grant, Grant and Cameron were over because it only made $30 million. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't a bit, very big hit, but boy, is it uh, it's fun to watch. Fun to watch and uh, make fun of. What's happening, DC? Get in the water. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry that I have this big, luxurious table and you guys have to reach down to the ground every time you want to water. But, you know, that's how it works. That's how show business is. It's the biz. <laughs> um, so we're going to start with you, DC, and uh, then we'll go to... Which one of you feels more confident in your uh, game, game abilities and understanding how it works? I mean, I'm terrified. I know how it works, but I'm scared as shit. All right. <laughs> I know how the game works, but my resting state is terrified. <laughs> so we'll go to Grant after DC, and uh, first person at two points wins. No pressure. Someone's just going to get a bag of crap. 
<laughs> That's my way of uh, making Cameron feel better. Thank you, John. Doesn't matter if you win. Nobody wants this shit. <laughs> They're just going to keep the book and throw the rest of it out. He means the comedy book. My book has two words on the cover, like some bullshit. Did, they, did the publisher reject Bullshit Kingdom? I was, I was like, but it's for young adults. You get to pick a category. DC versus Marvel. Would you like Deep Fried Bacon? That's movies where Kevin Bacon smokes weed. Or Specific Rim. That is indeed about a very specific rim, a basketball rim. It's films that have basketball in it. <laughs> or, it gets this is an even broader category, wins in Scrabble, and that's movies that start with the letter Q. Oh! Not in the title. <laughs> shit, not in the dialogue. In the title. <laughs> uh, I will go with specific rim. All right. This movie has basketball in it. (laughs) Uh, Three stars from Leonard Maltin. Uh, The year of this particular movie is 1986. Uh, He says about the film that the lead actor is terrific as usual. If if Leonard wrote this review today, he'd say he was terrific as usual. He also says... Uh, that this movie was written by Angelo Pizzo. P-I-Z-Z-O. And then uh, Leonard lists uh, nine names. How many names can you get it in, DC person? I will take a wild swing and say I can name it in negative one names. Grant, I'm sorry to do this to you right out of the gate, but I'm happy that I, it is you and not Cameron that's taking the brunt of this, this uh, just insane assault. Uh, do you think you can go negative two names on this one? I, I think you're coming out with some false bravado here. I'm going to say name that movie. All right, so DC has to name the film and uh, the top-billed actor. I will guess I that... I won't say if it's right till you've said both. Okay. I will guess that the top-billed actor is Gene Hackman and that the film is Hoosiers. That's correct. I feel my, like... bra- my bravado is true. I know. You know, honestly, I thought it was Hoosiers, but I couldn't name a second actor in it. I was like, there's no... I, I think I it's can't. Corn. <laughs> and then third, Larry Bird. Oh. And you mean, you mean the band Corn? With they a were K. all five. Yeah. It's actually Barbara Hershey, but her nickname was Corn <laughs> during the production, because that's where people would meet her. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Barbara Hershey's a slut, jokes. I don't know what she's like. It's 2014. Can we move past slut-shaming Barbara Hershey, please? As a society. Did you you see The Entity? No. Are you talking about her vagina? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a horrifying movie uh, from, I guess it was from the 80s, where, uh, what's her name, Barbara Hershey, she... uh, 
there's this entity, like a ghost, that there's a scene where she gets raped by a ghost. Hey. And it, like, and they made, like, these, you know, uh, breasts that could look like fingers were touching them when they weren't and stuff like that to simulate it. What? It's horrifying. Oh, Jesus. That sounds like the second scariest rape scene in the world, the first being in the movie Jack Frost. <laughs> Please the describe Michael that scene. Right? <laughs> Go on. There's a snowman, and he comes into the place, and he has a carrot on his face, and then he sees a woman, and the carrot goes down to his snow penis, and he takes his carrot, and he... This really happens? This yeah, is I've seen this film. <laughs> Wait, wasn't this like a PG rated No, film? there's a horror movie oh. with a similar living snowman premise. You're yeah, thinking of the Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton reincarnated yeah. dad yeah. one. I thought we were you're like... thinking You're thinking of Mr. Mom. Uh, <laughs> I was like, wow, I know kids are doing this younger and younger, but Jesus. Wait, wait, you know that kids are becoming snowmen and raping people younger and younger? You guys didn't do that as children? You guys didn't do that as children. I think Wayne Fetterman's in Jack Frost. Oh, that's very The one scary. I was thinking of. Um, yeah, Barbara Hershey was second build, and then uh, Dennis Hopper was third build, and he, uh, of course, was, I believe, nominated for an Oscar for that, I think. <laughs> I believe, I think. Maybe. Who cares? Don't call the corrections department. They don't care. Because um, I'm just guessing. So what just happened there? DC got a point. Got a point. And so now Cameron... <laughs> Cameron gets to start us off. She gets to pick the next category, and then we go to, to Grant. So this is a chance for the two of you to put a point on the board before uh, DC wraps this thing up. Would you like, Cameron, and they're always glad you came, a.k.a. the Jeff Tate category, because it's actors from the program Cheers in, other, in movies. They're, you know, so all those people. So it's, it's not, not a very narrow category. Here's a narrower category. At Horace Inkling suggested on Twitter, Batman versus Bateman. And it's movies that have Jason Bateman and Ben Affleck in them. I, th- I think there's like three of those. <laughs> and then at the Haley Dexter suggested the slogan of the festival I was just at, the Traverse City Film Festival, just great movies, and that's movies with just in the title or great in the title. I choose that one. Okay. <laughs> Would you like, uh, there's only one year that you, get, you don't get to pick, three stars from Leonard for this movie from 1985 that he says about this movie that it's performed with gusto by a cast that's aiming to please... got just or great in the title and he says that he also calls it a fast-paced sleeper (laughs) yeah he's Leonard's really digging this movie this is when Leonard was really into speed balls right (laughs) and and he names eight names I don't think he says a single negative thing and yet he gives it three stars but he but he he says eight names how many names do you think you need to get this, Cameron? Okay. Esposito. Um, eight 
eight names. She's clearly been standing waiting for me to finish this stupid game every week at UCB, and it's sunk in. She knows what to do. Grant, what do you think? I'll go seven names. Name that movie. DC says name that movie? Holy shit. Throwing it down hard, DC. We're going to have... I don't know why someone just said Hot Pocket. (laughs) Go yell that at a Jim Gaffigan show. (laughs) Or better yet, fucking don't. Yeah. (laughs) Or don't yell it at all. Never yell that, unless it's an offer. In which case, sure. If I was (laughs) in... He's, he's bidding Hot Pockets? Yeah. Do I hear $12,000? Hot Pockets. Sold. <laughs> Nothing beats that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you get, uh, Grant gets seven out of eight names. That's the right number, right? Yeah. Seven? Okay, so you get everybody but the top billed person. There's no way you're going to be able to do this. <laughs> This, would be, this is so embarrassing if I, if I can. Have you ever had anybody have all the names and still not get Yeah, the Pete Holmes, The Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, this movie was from two years ago and it had Meryl Streep and Anne Hathaway. And he's like, no idea. Um... But I guess that's probably not a movie that would appeal to him, but still. Uh, I mean, I could have done that one at Stanley Tucci and Adrian (laughs) Grenier, okay? (laughs) Adrian Grenier! How did you not... You dropped a Grenier, Donna. How did you miss an opportunity to talk about Emily Blunt? You you missed... She's in that movie. She's in it, yeah. And you just... Doing the hottest yoga. You know what's tough, though? You put Anne Hathaway and Emily Blunt in the same movie. I'm going to forget they cancel them both in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's just like I'm affected in an equal way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why Pete hasn't seen it. It's a sexy movie. <laughs> a lot of girls run around, and, and Adrian Grenier just has a couple of scenes crying back at the house. Actually, you're so successful. <laughs> <laughs> I totally... You know what? Screw this. Drama, let's... And then he remembers he's not an entourage. <laughs> <laughs> Super sad. I totally saw Anne, Hath- Anne Hathaway sat next to me in a restaurant once in Los Angeles, and I, that's how affected I am by her beauty. I was with my sister, and she goes, oh my god, that's Anne Hathaway, and I just said, the devil wears Prada! That loud. I yelled it. I yelled it. This is... I the rare it. in-person hashtag. I yelled it. <laughs> <laughs> what did she do? Did she look over? She didn't. I, she just like maintained her neck stayed uh, as very long and uh, cre- uh, directly forward. But I left uh, immediately. <laughs> uh, all right, Grant. Your seven names are Ari Gross, Sherilyn Fenn, Lee McCloskey, William Zabka. So far, no, none of them. You're so fucked. So you, don't know, you don't know who Billy Zabka is? Uh-uh. Holy shit. Uh, Tony Hudson, Billy Jacoby, yeah, <laughs> and Clayton Rohner. I don't believe the last name would help you at all. 
if I were to guess. Do you know this, Cameron? You raised your hand like you knew this. No, I'm just so happy this is so hard for you. (laughs) (laughs) If if, if I don't get this, DC wins the game. It's over. Yeah, DC takes it down. But at least I lost even a little bit worse. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's got just or great in the title. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the original Great Expectations. <laughs> what do you mean the original? <laughs> was there black, one the before? Black, the, the, the black book, and white the book. one? From, yeah. Oh, the book. He means the book. Yeah. No. I have no idea. It's Andy Kaufman That's... reading Great Expectations on a movie screen. I have no idea. I didn't know who any of those okay, actors let's, were. Let's, let's have a fun little side game here. DC is the winner. But let's say if I told you it wasn't great and it's the word just and it's from 1985, does that help you at all? Like, say the word just out loud and see where it takes you. Shush, <laughs> shush you guys. It does not it's, help me. It's not Karate it's not, Kid it's not 2, just Dawn, Dawn of, of Justice. <laughs> what? Karate Kid 2, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> now, it's, some, some panelists would yell at me if I picked that because they would say, that's not the word just, that's the word justice. And then I would take a bottle... And I would smash it on a table And then the argument would be over Because my hand would be cut And I need to go to the hospital Uh, Just one of the guys Just one of the guys I've never heard of that movie I literally don't know what that movie is Oh my god where a girl pretends to be a guy In her senior year of high school And at the prom she whips out her tits Because she's tired of the race It's pretty good Plus, she gets a good scoop. And here's the thing about that movie. That's one of those movies that all lesbians have seen when they were really young. Like, before they knew they were gay, and they were just like, oh, that woman is a great man. I'm into this. She's just a great man. It also features a scene where the characters drink. They're up in the hills, like, drinking, and they're drinking out of cans that just say the word beer on them. And they're reading out of their comedy notebooks. It's not, it's not great, but when I see it on cable, I, I do watch for a while. Cause it's, especially because it's especially great to see the scene where she whips her boobs out on cable. Cause, I mean, on uh, like Comedy Central, because then they, they don't even show it. So like the greatest thing that happens in the movie... I can't even show it on. Are there stupid. reaction shots? Yeah, of course. So like it just cuts just away her from her. Like that, you know? I wish they'd put in like a glow of some of like a light. Oh, it's like the the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Yeah, we happy. Uh, so yeah, DC Pearson's our winner, you guys. Since he went negative one and uh, also won the whole game, you're back in the uh, Tournament of Championships. Really? Pile of pile of people. So, uh, yeah, we'll get you back in there uh, to, uh, to compete. And, you know, Grant and Car- Cameron. What's called you, Carmen? <laughs> How many... It happens all the time. It must be... Like, you must have been... Like, Cameron's probably a little bit more popular now as a girl's name. Like, when you first had it, like, when you were younger, it must have been pretty confusing to It people. was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I mean, these, these, we're talking about pre-Cameron Diaz days. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. Like, the the dark time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody see sex tape that's here in the audience? 
Really? And you wooed like you liked? You, it was a good experience? You liked it? Yeah. My, she my, went from woo to yeah. My friend, well, our my friend, friend I didn't realize that one could criticize a film. I thought you just wooed when you heard of one you saw. I hated it. One woo. My friend Sean asked his girlfriend to marry him at sex tape. Why? In the movie. Because he's a romantic. Wait, was it because he was just like, nothing could get worse than this. So. It's only up from here, baby. Let's get married. I think it was a beautiful story at a beautiful story. But our friend Kumail's in that movie, so... Well, there you go. I'm sure. It's Anytime like, I see Kumail, I just get down on one knee, yeah. one knee, grasp I'm, around for ring-shaped things, sure and ask like passersby to marry I'm sure it's like a DC Pearson and Captain America sort of a thing where you can just focus on him. He works at the Microsoft store in it. It's kind of a different thing. His part's pretty funny, I bet. I, I, I want to see it. I'll check it out. On a plane. Like, can you imagine seeing a movie called Sex Tape on a plane, and uh, you know, like. It's weird, like they, like some movies, like I saw Grand Budapest Hotel, I was watching it on a plane, I turned it off as soon as this happened. They, uh, it was on my own private screen where they show other R-rated movies uncut, but this one, for some reason, they bleeped all the F-words. So it was really weird That's because so like, it was already weird that a Wes Anderson movie had people dropping F-bombs because I think he's barely ever had an F-bomb in any of his movies. And then this one, they're saying it constantly and it's like a period piece. And, uh, but they're saying F-bombs constantly and it's, and it's dropped out on, at least on the airline I was flying on. So, that yeah. is so, weird. So don't fly if you like movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not going to work out so good. Uh, Grant, do you have any, uh, th- anything to plug before we go here? Uh, go to Cameron, do yeah. you, uh... <laughs> um, I, I'm, I, I'm kidding, Grant. I, I want Grant, Grant to still gets say to, something. He still gets to say over. something. My moment is lost. Uh, Grant Lyon won the number one on Twitter. That's fine. Grant Lyon won L-Y-O-N. L-Y-O-N. And, uh, yeah, follow him on Twitter and then see what he's up to. Yeah. This is a very secretive career. <laughs> It'd be funny if you go to go to sign up to follow you and it's your account is blocked. Yeah. He's a sleeper comedian. Protected. Like when I, when I when I like click on somebody's thing and it says this account is protected, I'm like, oh, protected from what? Yeah. I want to be in social media, but I don't like the social or the media aspects of it. So I'm just gonna fucking lurk in a weird hole. Uh, what do you got coming up, Cameron? You're probably uh, still doing uh, Put Your Hands Together every Tuesday night at the UCB Theater out in Los Angeles, which then is a podcast that's available a day or two later. Yeah, the podcast is a, it's a stand-up podcast, and I think we're the only people that are doing that. It's pretty cool. I'm pretty proud of it. I also have an action and sci-fi movie podcast that's called Wham Bam Pow, um, and you should check that out because uh, I love action and sci-fi movies, and we talk about them there. Yeah, like the Avengers. You love it. <laughs> I also hate action in sci-fi movies, and we talk about that there. <laughs> uh, DC, what's going on, man? Uh, buy my books, The Boy Who Couldn't Sleep and Never Had To, and Crap Kingdom, wherever fine books are sold. They're also on audiobooks, so if you listen to like podcasts that always offer like audible.com, free book, whatever, you can go get them. And I, I read both of them, and uh, they're good. You like listening to things? Listen to them. 
Oh, yeah. The, the slow clap for literacy. <laughs> Slowly building clap for literacy. Where's, uh, what's it, Mike's mystery team? Where's Mike at? Come get your uh, bag, dude. Congratulations. Or here, just pass it to him. And uh, does he want his, the name tag back? Um, go to uh, douglasmovies.com for all of my uh, dates and deets and links. I've got tons of uh, Douglas Movies tapings all over the place. And, uh, and I'm going to be uh, back to Madison uh, 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 probably sooner than you guys want because I, cause I love it here. Somebody tweeted at me today. Somebody tweeted, I hope those annoying ladies aren't there today. And uh, I think they, I think they're gone for good, or I, I hope they are, because nobody was annoying in the audience today. And he took off the mask so defeated. He's not wearing the mask anymore. Uh. Might as well. Oh. Might as well show him the real me. <laughs> All right, guys, you can have my Ebola. <laughs> But who, who, who's supposed this? Who's Frainer? Where's Frainer at? Rainer. Is this really your shit in on the back? You want me to say that? Okay. It's a weird one. <laughs> okay, they're both weird ones. We're gonna go on on a weird note. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming. Let's hear it one more time for Grand Lion, Cameron Esposito, DC Pearson. As always, Brendan Fraser is a shithead. <laughs> and all right, so look at this poster. Okay, that's the poster. And then Rayner says, I, Frankenstein, is a shithead. <laughs> stand-up show, but no big deal if you can't make it. Uh, I'll be back for Doug Lowe's Movies again on Saturday, October 4th at 420. I think that's the right date.